back to your host, Frills Daily and Sean F. Smith. And with training camps getting started and mini camps getting there's not a whole lot that's really been going on in the NFL. We're going to talk about Baker Mayfield and Jimmy G have been purchased. We're going to talk a little bit about Darren Waller, some primetime games. Where or what uh, is Mayfield going to do? Uh, where is OBJ going? And Aaron Donald and, and Cooper Cup signed some new deals. And Sammy Watkins essentially against the wall in green. How are you doing today? I'm great, man. I'm great. Um, glad we're on again tonight. How are you doing? Good. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get the, the mini camps and, and the, you know, training. It was going to start happening with these players. I, I know that they've been going. You know, I want to realize how much until uniform on and went on the field. That was from Adams going from Green Bay. Really feels. Yeah. So we got, it's exciting uh, to think that that's just two more months, and then we're going to be in preseason, man. It's going to get here quick. There are days now. Days, actually. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we got Baker Mayfield and Jimmy G. Excuse mini camp. You know, I think with the the Baker Mayfield, what's potentially going to happen? He hasn't been picked up or traded, is because the team that that would make that trade would the 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 Browns are still gonna have to eat that that I think it's nineteen million this upcoming season and, and could because other teams aren't gonna pick that up. So I think what's gonna end up happening with him is that I feel like he's gonna sit out right for the season. And and right. potentially the same well no, I'm not going to say the same with, with Jimmy G. Jimmy G, I think, is a different situation based off of an injury. Right. I think it's very classy of both teams to actually offer an excuse to absence for the mini camps because a lot of times that's not going to happen. There will be plenty of players that may skip the camp, but they're going to get fined and they're going to have to pay whatever dollar amount of their paycheck every single day that they miss. And so for them to excuse it, I think it's really classy for them to let Baker do that. The Browns let Baker to do that because I'm not even sure they know what they're going to do with him. I mean, potentially, I mean, I'm reading that, you know, if Deshaun does end up, you know, getting not necessarily uh, prosecuted, but if, if these charges keep coming up and then the team decides to make a move or the NFL decides to suspend him for six, eight games, Baker's going to have to play. And he could go either way, right? He could either like, oh, whatever, I'm going to play. Or he can go out there and shine and then really increase his trade value, right? So I think they're kind of holding on to him. One, they haven't had any trade offers or anything worth it. Or like you said, they're going to have to eat a lot of the money. So he's just not getting moved. So they're just kind of holding tight right now because 
he really has no power in the situation at this moment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and that's a, that's a huge, huge hit as well. Like, I mean, like I said, 19 million, yeah. that, that's, that's not something that, that many teams can afford at this point, I mean, especially with all the moves that they have made in the off season, you know, even with the draft and trade and, and whatnot. And then it completely makes sense why Jimmy is excused Jimmy G because he's, he can't play anyways. I mean, he could be out there, you know, being a player coach or something like that and helping out, but he might as well just stay home, rest up, get that shoulder ready. And, and they're really undecided to what they're going to do with him. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense for both teams. And I think it's pretty classy for them to go ahead and excuse him from the mini camps and not find them and such. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I kind of perceived it a different way. I, I, I was looking at it as they're, they're excused from it as in, we don't want you here yeah. more yeah, so than, than like, excuse it's okay if you don't show up because you know essentially you're not going to be playing right now anyway right right they don't want them there or they don't want them to be a distraction yeah. um, especially if they're not technically really part of the team right now anyway so i mean and, i and, get that and the reason why i perceive it that that way is because i mean baker mayfield is fully capable of playing so why wouldn't he be out there playing even if he isn't presumably the starter He's got to still train, right? I mean, unless he's refused, but so I, I would get the, the your concept with Jimmy G, but my concept with Baker Mayfield is, is that you know he's fully capable of playing, so there's no reason why he can't get out there and and participate. Right, right, and it's really unfortunate that he was playing injured all last year, Mayfield that is, and like so it didn't really help his trade value, and you know partially his personality and such as well but yeah, I still don't see why uh, other teams aren't interested in though like the ones that you've missed, missed mentioned before being like Seattle or Carolina or you know other teams potentially that could use a quarterback for sure or at least a super strong backup that can come right in and play so I'm yeah. super surprised man so the Browns got something up their sleeve especially if Deshaun's not able to play I think they're just hanging tight man yeah Honestly. that makes sense that makes sense yeah. so you know we we have a uh... Rob Walton, who who purchased the Broncos, he's a, he's the Walmart guy, as as everybody says. The heir apparent of Walmart, yeah. So, which basically makes him the richest owner in the NFL, which is kind of hard to believe. But you know, Walmart's last Lamb Club has been around for a long time, and they they've got the billions. So it it totally makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to bring up the fact that. Uh, John Elway is probably not too happy right now with that, uh, considering he has essentially lost nine hundred million because of this. Nine hundred or ninety? Nine hundred. I'm I'm understanding it's nine hundred million. Oh, and, wow. and, he, and here's the breakdown of the, the numbers: when he was still playing, he was Super Bowl champ, but still playing for the Broncos, right? He was offered a 10% piece of the team by the then-owner, Pat Bowen. Right. And I think he and, was and that was and, and that was for the money that he was owed to him. He, he was owed $21 million still. Oh, wow. When he retired. Then, yeah, and then Bowen also offered an additional 10% of the Broncos for $15 million. Right. And and he didn't he didn't take the deal, right? Well, there's a lot that goes into ownership, and at that time, especially right when you get done playing and you're already married to the game, right? He, 
you know, to take ownership of a team. It's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot to learn. It's a lot to do. And, and he's not a poor guy. I mean, the dude's worth $145 million already, plus he has endorsements, plus he uh, has the Elway dealerships. I mean, and then being the CEO and or the GM, you know, being an NFL executive, he's making good money. So he's yeah. still in a really good spot. And I'm, I'm guessing they're still going to keep him around. Why would they not? I mean, it would be kind of insane for them to get rid of Elway, who has been Mr. Bronco basically his entire life, you know, since he came out of college. So. Yeah, he's, and, not a, and, he's not a poor guy, but yeah, he did lose out on a lot of money. And, That's and I did hear too that like it was, it was said, well, he didn't have the money at the time. Well, well, let's break that down too. In in his career, he made forty five and a half million dollars. He right. also, in nineteen ninety seven, had sold five of his car dealerships right. at eighty two and a half million. So he definitely had the money. Right. For and sure. then when you think about it, he also so he declined that offer. But he did another business transaction that was at a net worth of fifteen million, and ended up losing, and only benefited because it was it turned out to be a Ponzi scheme. So he only benefited of the fifteen million invested. He only brought back seven million of that. Wow! So he, he's lost between this deal today, or not today, but this deal that happened with Rob Walton and with the Ponzi scheme deal that he did accept at the time, he's lost quite a bit. So it's gotta be hurting a little bit. It's gotta be, it's gotta be hitting the, 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 the the mental health aspect of it a little bit. Like, you know, hindsight 2020, this is what it should have done. Right. For sure. So, and and there's, there's a lot with the, the Walton family too. I mean, they're, you know, yeah, they got the Walmart deal, and, and they also have other family members that also have at least part or full ownership in other NFL teams as well. And so it, it's 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 one of those things where you know it's they must be nice. Like, I mean, that's all I can really say. Must be nice for sure, for sure. And to go from one. Uh... AFC West team Broncos to another the Raiders. I know you're chomping at the bit over there, man. We're going to talk about Darren Waller. Um, So he's, you know, was amidst um, some contract negotiations with the Raiders, but he's come straight out and he's like, man, I'm focused on football. I'm not focused on the money. I'm focused on football right now. Right. So um, I think that the guy, if he could stay healthy, healthy which has been a big thing because there's been several seasons where he has not played the full season the guy's got some potential to become like a a Kelty or like a Gronk and, and this offseason too he's been super excited because Josh McDaniels has come on and he's been studying actual Gronk film and I started looking at that today and thinking about it it's like wow with their power trio that we've been talking about we talked about extensively last week like he he could have just a super breakout season because they're going to have defenses are going to have so many coverage problems in general for the Raiders. And so Waller's going to be getting open a lot. The dude plays like a wide receiver, but he could be one of the best tight ends in the league, but he's got to stay healthy, man. And it has been difficult. I'm going to say it's been difficult for the fact that they didn't have the lineup that they have now. Right. So when he was there, "Quote unquote best receiver." Of course, he's going to get injured more because the ball is targeted to him more. And right, then for sure. they 
they picked up a little bit last year and, 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 you know, obviously Renfro picked up huge and then their, their younger guys also made huge impacts, especially when he was out on injury. And, and, and another thing I'm going to say about Waller is that, you know, he, he's, he's overcome so many battles. It's unreal. I think his focus on football is more a responsibility to himself uh, because, you know, he, he, he was basically pulled from the trenches and given an opportunity and then proved that he can succeed with that opportunity and, and overcame addiction and overcame different issues that he was, personal issues that he was going through in his life. And, and he's talked about that on many press conferences and, and, on, and on many uh, other podcasts uh, that he's actually been on and, and how much he values being on the Raiders and, and what they've done for him and what the team members, especially Derek Carr has done for him. And, and so it's, it's, it's one of those situations too, where, you know, yeah, of course it's not about the money because now it's like, I've already proven myself. If the money comes fine, but I, I'm, I'm competing against myself at this point. Absolutely. I, I've overcome all of these different adversities you know it, it's it, I, it's time to prove to myself and, and continue to prove to myself what i can do yeah absolutely and with renfro and with jones in the backfield and you know with uh Devontae adams joining the team and and derek's always uh loved the pass to waller anyways and so he i i really think he's gonna break out here especially in the red zone and they're gonna be doubling adams or whatever and worried about on the backfield and, and what they're going to do to stop this offense. And then Waller's just going to step up and have some really big games. I think this is going to be a year for him for sure, man. As long as he could stay healthy, dude, I'm telling you. Yeah. And, and I know it's not one of the topics that we're covering tonight, but I did with, with what you just said, it's like, you know, it's, it's pretty amazing that the Raiders actually for the first time in my history, I'm going to say uh, that they actually went after targeted areas that they needed to in the offseason and in the draft. And yes, they still are going to need some work on the offensive line, but they still, they still picked up some players for the offensive line. They may not be the best, but it's definitely going to improve from last year. And yeah, so, and then of course with the, the heightened offense and, and they've really put a lot of emphasis on the defense and, yeah, yeah. It's good. with the it's core, good. let's just see what happens with all the coaching changes and how fast they can gel. So we'll yeah. see. They got a lot of good professionals on the team and the coaching staff as well. So we'll definitely see what happens. And with that, we're going to see some big, big games, man. And we're going to talk about some some prime timers coming up. Oh yeah, um, I've got some big ones. They're going to be coming right out of the season, like right away. We're going to see some games like. Bills at Rams. We're going to be seeing like Chiefs at Bucks, Bengals at Ravens. Um, and then we talked about even uh, Rams at Packers is going to be a huge one, man. And then I'm looking forward to, or you are looking forward to as well, is uh, Christmas Eve, the Raiders at the Steelers. But yeah. I, I wanted to hit up that Bills and Rams. Both of those teams, big time playoff teams last year. The Bills were super close to getting to the Super Bowl and lost to the Bengals, correct? And then the Rams, of course, won the big game. So yep. that's going to be like right out of the gate, man. September 8th is going to be a... 
And it's the opening game of the season on Thursday, September 8th, that Sunday night, uh, January. Um, no, that's when the season ends, January 8th. But um, the opening night, Thursday, September 8th, it's going to be the Bills and the Rams. It's going to be a total shootout, dude, total shootout, man. And then um, that next one, that Chiefs-Bucks, uh, one of the first games in October, is going to be another one that's going to be a shootout. You're going to have Mahomes versus Tom Brady, Chiefs versus Bucs, dude. It's going to be high-powered and a, a highly televised game, and a lot of people are going to be watching that. Yeah, I think in the beginning of the season also, uh, even though teams start off slow, I still think on that uh, uh, in week two, the September 15th game, the, the Chargers versus the Chiefs, with the AFC being as stacked as, as it is this year, yeah, it, I think that's going to be a, a solid game. Uh, and then, of course, yeah, we talked or you talked about the the a couple of the Tampa Bay games, which I completely agree with. And you know, one of the games actually, I'm interested in watching to see what happens because we've talked about in the past, Bill Belichick has something up his sleeve and and we've talked about how the Patriots seem to be having a full on refresh, you know, um, November 24th in week 12, though, the the Buffalo bills play the new England Patriots. I think that's going to be a shootout. I think that's going to be a, a good solid game to watch. It could be, but potentially the pass could get blown out. It really depends. They could, unless we see what Bill Belichick has up his sleeve. Right, right. It could come out this season. Yeah, you know, because be because he, to bend. Yeah, and and he didn't make any 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 moves. You know, they traded away Russell Wilson. He's made some comments about the new quarterback that they got in that trade, and he hasn't really gone out, gone after anybody that's available. And it's kind of crazy to me, you know, we, we brought up Baker Mayfield early on and, and Jimmy G. And, uh, another name that we've talked about in other episodes that I also want to bring up because we're talking about the Patriots and Bill Belichick, Cam Newton. Cam Newton today, and, and we won't cover him, but I, I just want to give the statement that he gave today. He said, I'm either equal to or better than the 32 starters in the league today. That's broad, though. That's so vague and so broad. That is vague, and it's his own opinion. And, of course, course you're not going to downplay yourself. Oh, Uh, for sure. I mean, he... But my argument... He has more confidence in that. It seemed like he would stay, like, I'm as good or better than, like, the top 15, like, not 32, like, all of them. We could say the same thing about Cap. I mean, come on. Yeah, and I think the reason behind it is the fact that there's there's still quarterbacks that, that haven't been signed that are probably better than players that are going to be starters. Right. right. Um, and, and, you know, we're talking about the Patriots, so the Patriots quarterback is, is one of them. I mean, and and that's... He's not, Cam's not Cam. He's not the same guy he was early in his career, and he did run a lot. He was a beast. He's a huge dude, and he took a lot of hits he probably shouldn't, and he did have some injuries. And, yeah, and obviously, he went back to Carolina, and, and it just wasn't the same. Right, and Belichick gave him a chance. He really, if he would have performed, he would still be with the Pats. If he would have performed, he would still be with the Pats. But I don't know if it was his injuries that he's – and become gun shy as well, or he's just not as aggressive as playing. And I, I don't doubt, I don't blame him for not running as much, but he really needs to be able to 
be a pocket passer and be able to, you know, uh, get his reads down and stuff like that. So he is a good quarterback. He could start on a lot of teams. But I was looking at the 32 teams recently because we've had that talk many times this year already with Cap. And I was trying to figure out where he would fit somewhere. And, right. like, if you look at every team, they – they are set on the starters unless there's some serious injuries. There's nowhere for Cam to play, for Cap to play, you know, for Mayfield to play. I was even trying to figure out where could Mayfield fit in somewhere, but none of them are going to be starters anywhere right now as it sits with the 32 teams. So, Right, and, and looking at all the, the primetime games, I do want to mention the fact, too, that there's quite a bit of them Yeah, that it's almost like the Pro Bowl. Who, who wants to watch that? Yeah. Aside from uh, aside from that fan base, who wants to watch that? And, a lot of, and, they've been doing that with the Thursday night games, and it looked like the NFL was trying to improve last year on that, but I, I get where you're going with that. A lot of Thursday and, and Sunday and even Monday night games, you're like, oh, my gosh. You know, we got Bears versus the Commandos, man. I mean, you know. And, and another, another thing that I want to point out as well is that, you know, you also have teams that don't really play well in prime time. Yeah, that and, happens and, too. Or players that don't play well in private time. Yep. Right, and we and we've talked about we've mentioned the Las Vegas Raiders a couple times, and and I'm going to go out and say that they they're one of those, and they seem to have several primetime games this year. Yep, and they do. And, and, and talking about the Patriots, they're they're playing the Patriots in Week 15, December 18th, Oof. in a primetime game, and and that's that's something that like okay, yeah. And that's really speaking, when you—that's really when you need to play playoff football when December hits, because that—that's another game coming. The Rams at the Packers, December nineteenth, dude. Yeah. That is—that's playoff football right there. These guys are going to be blazing, and that is a player. And Aaron Rodgers, he's super shines on primetime games. He even had his lucky games, dude. He's had like those um, hell marys that he completed, like two in a season. Those were primetime games. It's just insane. Some of the games that he's had in primetime. Yeah. And December game, it's going to be fire. One more, one more game that I feel like is going to be an impact of the season, just like last year. Right. Uh, week seventeen, January first, the Los Angeles Rams versus Los Angeles Chargers. Battle of L.A. Yeah, Battle of L.A. And off top, I'm going to say Rams win the game. Right. Of course, but. I also am going to say it also depends on where the season takes both teams. Right. It's going to be a highly watched game for sure. Highly attended game in LA yep. for sure. And, it, and it's, and it's not the last week of the season, but it's, it's almost the last week of the season. And that's, that's one of those weeks that determines whether or not you're even going to the playoffs. Yeah. And playoffs? I believe, yeah. Playoffs? Playoffs. Yeah, I really love how the uh, NFL has been setting up the division games at the beginning and the end of the season. So, like, you know, everybody has to be all in, um, especially at the end of the season. you got to win those division games if you're going to not only win the division but go to the playoffs. Um, but the early ones, too, and there's one in October, October 9th, the Bengals at Ravens, man, and that's a division game. Yeah. Um, it's going to kind of set the stage for the season for both of those teams at that point. Are the Bengals going to be able to get back and repeat? Because, you know, a lot of times the loser of the Super Bowl can't even get back to the playoffs. So, and then the Ravens are, you know, going to keep on fighting like they always do, man, fighting and clawing and picking and trying to play hard. So yep, there's indeed. a lot of good primetime games, man. There, and so the last one that I'm going to talk about 
which another shootout, and mm -hmm. it is in week 17 also, January 2nd, the Buffalo Bills versus Cincinnati Bengals. That's Ooh, going to yeah. be it is. a shootout. And again, can that Repeat. be uh, make it or break it? it? Not make it or break it, but like, are you going to make it to the playoffs or yeah. not because what, of that game? What's the date, did you say, the game? The January 2nd. Ooh, man, that's like the so last week Monday, of the season, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's No, it's the it's week 17. 17, okay. And okay. It, it's a Monday night game. So it's 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 the last Monday night game. Okay. Oh, man, what? Yeah, go out on fire on Monday night football. Hell yeah, man. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. Most definitely. I'm looking forward to that one. Gosh, man, getting getting the blood flowing now, man. Talking about these primetime <laughs> games, dude. It's going to be nice, oh, yeah. man. I always remember growing up, we were like, oh, man, you know, I can't wait till September. You know, I know a lot of times you, you're looking forward to preseason, but, man, I, once September hits, man, that's when I'm ready to roll. And yep. it's funny, I mean, because a lot of times the season, you know, well, it's obviously goes to the Super Bowl into February, but, you know, basically it's winding down in January. And I always was telling my brother and telling you, and we're like, oh, man, I can't wait till September. I want that season to come and, you know, Start going again, man. Get right you into know, it. Real quick, too. I just want to give a, a, a fair mention. It's not a big game. It's sure. just the location. Right. Uh, in week 11, uh, November 21st, the, the 49ers play the Cardinals at Mexico City. Honorable mention. Yeah, Mexico City. Hell yeah, going international again, man. Mexico City games, going to England. Awesome, dude. Yeah, so I, I definitely wanted to bring that up. I mean, yeah, that's that's a that's a rival uh, team's and they, they can potentially be competing against each other. But I think that just the For fact sure. that the, the international part of it, it should be talked about as well. Are you are you sure you're okay? You bumped your head? Because I would figure that you would have mentioned for the honorable mention game would have been Raiders at Steelers on Christmas Eve. But, <laughs> but you're going Niners-Cardinals. Okay, okay. Yeah, Niners-Cardinals because because of the location. You know, yeah, I, sure. I really I really enjoy the games that, that have been played. Um in the non-conventional uh, homes, I guess you would call it, or, or, sure. or cities. Yeah. So, um, yeah, def definitely got to mention that uh, above even 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 the Raiders games. That'd be awesome, man. Right on, right on. So, with that being said, have you ever wanted to start a podcast? Well, Anchor makes it easy. Let me tell you a little bit about that. I love Anchor because we can record right from the Anchor website or from the mobile app. Uh, we're both on our mobile phones right now. You can trim and edit right from the website or from the app. And Anchor will distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more, wherever you want to distribute your podcast. Anchor is the easiest way to make podcasts. Uh, check it out today on anchor.fm. And also make sure you keep on listening to the Frills Daily Show. Also check out Talk 30 which is my personal show, uh, Self Love, which is another show by Fields Daily. And please go to the website, de-creations.com. Uh, Daily Enterprises um, is the website, and Joe will take care of you. That is de-creations.com. You can get hats, T-shirts, hoodies, sheets, backdrops, uh, pillows, pillowcases. Um, they make even like travel mugs, coffee mugs, uh, cap, trucker hats, flat bill hats, everything. And anything you can imagine, go to de-creations.com. 
Thank you so much for listening to our show. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. So we're going to talk about where is OBJ going to go? What, what, what landing spots are we at with him? So many spots that he could potentially go and with his injury and him healing. And we've talked many a times with guys with these ACLs that, you know, medical advances that they heal up and I'm sure he's going to be good to go by probably October. Um, where do you think he's going to go? So I have, I have two teams in mind and, and, Again, I just want to bring up the, the unfortunate coincidental moment that he yeah. has torn his ACL playing against the same team. And non-contact too, man. That, that's just, it's crazy to me. Yeah. But I do see two teams. I see the New England Patriots and I see the Green Bay Packers. Ooh, Pats. That's, uh, yeah, that could be. So, so you said the Pats and where? And the Packers. Oh, okay. You know, obviously, uh, the Packers lost Devontae Adams. So, Aaron Rodgers needs needs some targets or a distraction, just like, in my opinion, Beckham was in, in Cleveland. He was a distraction. So, other wide receivers, underrated wide receivers, for that matter, which I've mentioned in other episodes, um, that's what he does. So so he creates that distraction so other players can can get the ball. And I think that's why, or with the fact that the Packers losing Devontae Adams and, you know, they, they've not really gained much. And, and we're going to talk about, or yeah, we're going to talk about a wide receiver a little bit later in the show. Watkins, who went to Green Bay, yeah, for sure. But they do have Alan Lazard, who really has the opportunity to step up. And we know that Aaron Rodgers can make receivers better. He's made receivers just like Tom Brady has. So with Sammy, and then they still kind of have Randall Cobb. He's definitely getting uh, long in the tooth for sure. Um, but, yeah, I could definitely see OBJ going there. He would definitely help Green Bay. Um, I could see him going to Tampa Bay as well because, you know, they've lost some good receivers. Um, he could – obviously go right back where uh, the Rams left off because they're going to be bringing it back. So they might as well bring him back, OBJ. That makes the most sense to me. But he could also go to New Orleans. Um, although they're higher fire powered, like you were saying, he could come in there and be the secondary or even the tertiary uh, receiver there, be a distraction for the other receivers, and he could really have a big year for the New Orleans Saints. There's also been a little bit of talk for him going to the Raiders. I mean, they already have the firepower there, but again, he could step in, and they'll have a lot of depth at wide receiver, a lot of things they can do. It seems like OBJ has adjusted a little bit. Being He knows he's not the number one guy, you know. He can be a role player. He seemed to do that really well with the Rams last year, although he stepped up big in the first quarter of the Super Bowl. It was unfortunate that he got injured, but I could see him doing the same kind of thing with the Rams, uh, doing it with the Raiders. And then also there's a little bit of talk that he could go to the Niners too. So he yeah. could really help that squad and being a wide receiver there. I could see well, him going and, there for sure. And then as, as, as far as the Patriots go, like I was, I was mentioning them, and he, so it was rumored that he was – potentially a, a landing spot for the, the Patriots uh, when, when he was released by the Browns. Right. And, you know, if for some reason, Belichick, maybe that's one of the things that he has under his sleeve. It's like, okay. Hmm. Yeah. 
You might be planning something there for sure. I mean, we were talking about Cam a little bit ago. Cam got pretty quiet when he played for the Pats. You come in, you got to do Bill's way. You got to do the Pats way, man. And yeah. and uh, Cam, I mean, he still dressed crazy and did his hair and stuff like that. But he wasn't he wasn't really crazy with the media much. Um, Bill will put that in check real quick. So I could see OBJ um, definitely going in there and doing that for sure. Well, I think OBJ got humbled with with the Rams. To be honest with you, I mean, I Absolutely. think that 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 scenario happened with him. 100% for the Rams. I mean, I, I, I did very much disliked him until he went to the Rams. Right, right. And, and then, so, yeah. And then I respected him after that. Speaking of he the Rams, could, like I said, he, he that's probably the best place he could go. They just re-signed essentially their best two players that they have, um, and Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup. They signed new deals this mm-hmm. week. Cooper Cup even came out. He's like, man, I like the way the Rams are. I mean, it the franchise is not perfect, but I like what they're doing. They take care of us. They take care of the good players. They're paying us. They take care of us. And, and he also uh, mentioned he would like to see OBJ coming back. Um, he was even tweeting about it. And when he did his press conference, he was wearing a Matthew Stafford jersey, man, which is pretty tight. Um, so they signed their two big-time ones. There was a lot of talk in the offseason or ever since the Super Bowl. Is Aaron Donald going to retire? Is he going to do a new contract? They signed him. He's the best player in the league. I mean, there's been many, many commentators and uh, saying Aaron Donald's been the best player in the league for a few years now. And Cup can be one of the best wide receivers. Um, and I think he's ready to do that by signing a new deal. So, gosh, it just makes so much sense for OBJ to go there, man. Yeah, and I agree. And I don't, I don't know what, what the holdup is. It could be a, a contract negotiation. It yeah. could be a... Uh, uh, an issue with the second ACL tear. Or they don't want to sign him until they know for sure what's going on with the injured ACL. Yeah. You know. So, I mean, it, it's it's really a situation where, you know, I don't think that he wants to leave the Rams, but I think that he definitely has potential to go other places uh, if the price is right to be honest with you. I mean, even though he was humbled with the Rams, I still think that if the price is right, he will go there. Yeah, he does still want to get paid. And from uh, one wide receiver to another, I want to talk about Sammy Watkins because I really think his back is against the wall, and there's been some reports of that. And he he feels the same way himself. He came out straight up and said, man, I know I haven't met my expectations since I was drafted number four overall with the Bills. Um, he didn't have many breakout seasons with the Bills. Ended up actually going to the Rams. Uh, it's funny we're talking about the Rams because he was with the Rams for a while before he went to KC for three years. And I thought for sure when he went to KC, Mahomes was going to make it happen. But, um, you know, Watkins has had a lot of injury-inflicted uh, seasons as well. So he's been another guy that hasn't been able to stay on the field. And even when he has, he hasn't had – or hasn't met the expectations that everyone has had for him. And he's been terrible in fantasy football, too. Like, you think the guy's going to have – I mean, I've had 18, 21, 24 points with him one game, and then zero the next week, or three, or or six, or nothing, you know. Um, not that that plays a part in his season by any means. Um, but then after playing three years at Kansas City, he played with the Ravens last year, so – he knows just as well as all of us know that his back is against the wall. But if any quarterback is going to make it happen with him, man, Aaron Rodgers. So I could see Watkins having a 
heck of a year this year going to Green Bay. And so the thing for me with Watkins is, um, I guess looking at it, I, I'll say from a fantasy football standpoint, mm-hmm. he's always dominated. Maybe he's not the the number one guy. Not always. I was just saying that. Like he could be yeah. twenty four one week and six the next. Like he yeah. can be. He can be. Yeah. But, but but at the end of the day, I think he's a really solid wide receiver, and I think that yeah, like you said, with with the right guy, and and you know my take on Aaron Rodgers, and 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 I think that um, providing Aaron Rodgers molds with him yes he can make that happen now if we were talking about and I, somebody i dislike even more like peyton manning or or even tom brady wait 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 i thought you finally i thought i finally brought you around i thought you finally were in aaron Rodgers' corner after this past season yes absolutely mvp but, yes aaron absolutely okay Absolutely, okay. but at the same time, <laughs> because of how he is, both, or not both, actually just mentally, and how he how he responds with certain things, uh, is why I'm saying what I'm saying. Right. You know, I, I, I dislike Peyton Manning for a completely different reason. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, Peyton Manning is a very humble guy, and, and very respectful guy, and... and wants the best for everybody period not just himself uh so that that is where i'm going with that you know or even tom brady you know i didn't like him just because he was a rival of of my favorite team and and certain things happened and certain rules were created because of that but at the end of the day those two guys you put the ball in their hands and they will make anybody a good wide receiver Absolutely, a number yeah, yeah. one wide receiver. And, exactly, exactly. And being Sammy Watkins, and I, and I'm saying that in my opinion, Sammy Watkins was already a solid wide receiver. Maybe not a number one, but definitely a solid wide receiver. Somebody that can always make a play happen, kind of like Renfro. Nobody said Renfro was a uh, number one receiver. They're still not saying he's a number one receiver. But guess what? Guess who always made a play happen? Especially that's why they named him third in Renfro this year. You know, fourth in Renfro this year. That he made plays happen. That's what Sammy Watkins does. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And and I can see where you're coming from with Aaron Rodgers. Man, he's kind of a diva, like some wide receivers are. Um, but the guy could ball, man. He's got two MVPs in a row. Uh, it's only happened uh, like four times ever, and uh, he has four MVPs. So, and he does have a Super Bowl ring. I mean, there's no Tom Brady was seven, man, by any means. But, um, yeah, I think he can make Sammy good. And I think Sammy can help him a lot, too, at the end of his career. Providing they mold. Providing they mold. And the last thing I'm going to say about Rodgers is, yes, again, I agree. He he is a solid quarterback. Not going to disagree with that. The problem that I have is when you – have such a big contract and you don't fight for the best, arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL today to keep him on your team. And it's my understanding that Devontae Adams was actually offered more to stay on the Green Bay Packers 
but he still chose the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, why would that be? My yeah, opinion is there's because... There's some history there, uh, for sure. Because of the history and because of yeah. the locker room and because of the the what I'm hinting at, but I'm right. not talking about. Well, Aaron you know wanted to be the highest paid player ever, and he got that. Um, for now. Uh, yeah, there, exactly. There's talks uh, of Russell Wilson uh, restructuring that, for sure. his contract, so... And, yeah. and we'll see. That might be a topic that we yeah. talk about in the future. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, but I've always dug Aaron, man. He played at Cal. Um, he's from Chico, Northern California, where yeah. we're from. And so I've always liked him, always followed him. Uh, it was unfortunate that he didn't go play for the Niners. I'm not a Niners fan by any means. Actually, growing up, I hated him. But I think it would have been super cool if he would have played on the Niners just to kind of stay kind of home for him. Yeah, And I think the Niners would actually have more Super Bowls than they have right now because the year that they went with Cap and the year that they went with Jimmy G and they lost, they absolutely would have won if Aaron was at the helm. No doubt about it. Man, how so, crazy would that have been? Instead of the Packers signing Aaron Rodgers this year to that big contract, yeah. what if they traded for Jimmy G and, yep. and Aaron and Rodgers to goes Niners. to the Niners? That is Dude, crazy. Guaranteed they win the Super Bowl this year with the Niners because they're like – if Jimmy could take them to the Super Bowl just based on the defense alone, right? Um, I mean, they still have Kittle. Um, yeah. They still have – why is it escaping me? They still have one of the best wide receivers in the game. and so, Well, and their running game is stellar. I yeah. mean, as long as they're healthy, they're, the running game is stellar. So, Absolutely. Which, which isn't even a common thing in the NFL anymore. So that's right. something to be said. Debo is who I was thinking of. They would have Debo and Kittle, and, you know, that defense has always been outstanding. I mean, they put a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, dude, it's done. They're, they're winning the NFC by all means. No doubt oh, yeah. about it. So. So I, I, I think it's time to, to wrap this up, and I hope that you guys have enjoyed the show. Make sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Nice. And make sure to also start interacting. Make, make comments on, on our post and, and, and talk about things either that you disagree with or agree with or things that you want to hear. So that way we can start feeding the, the post with, with different things from the listeners. And, and we're completely okay with that. And again, make sure that you guys are listening each week, sharing, liking, commenting. And for now, until next episode, this is Frills Daily and Sean F. Smith out. Deuces.